This is Sociotechnica, the podcast that explains the latest tech news and what it means to you and your community. Today, we've got something special for you, which is a discussion I had on local radio about the value of homework. As a social problem, homework perhaps ranks fairly low until you remember that the way that students use technology is an introduction to the technology of the future, so we better get it right. So without further ado, please enjoy this snippet from ABC Radio Townsville and remember, Tech is a part of every day of our lives, so we better pay attention. See you soon. Pat Hessian on 6.30 ABC North Queensland. Have you tried to learn anything for yourself lately? It's um, one of these things that can be a challenge if you try to take on some tricky subject matter. And as you get older, well, let's be honest, it doesn't get any easier. Hopefully technology is here to save the day. It would be nice to think so. And I know just seeing the way that my seven-year-old gets her homework and one of the things, in fact, a number of them involve use this app for 20 minutes, a spelling app, a maths app. Use it for 20 minutes during the week at some stage. Probably should have spent a bit more time doing it with her, to be perfectly honest, which may actually be a good lead into what you're about to hear with Dr. Michael Cowling, who's a senior lecturer in educational technology with CQ University, here to discuss Homework, as it is in this day and age, whether that's for kids or for adults. Dr Cowling, hello. Hi there, Pat. Happy Wednesday. Yes, happy Wednesday indeed. I had to think about it there for a second, but uh, (laughs) it's a sign of the times, I think. Anyway, uh, today we're talking about education and technology. You're concerned that the most isn't being made of technology. In what way? Well, uh, I think what you just described is very interesting, which is that most kids are getting given digital homework. Do this this, uh, math app or this spelling app on their iPad or on the computer. But that digital homework often looks a lot like regular homework. Uh, practice problems. What's five plus five? Type the 10 in the box, press the OK button. If you got it right, we give you a green tick. If you got it wrong, we give you an X. And uh, it doesn't really use the capability of the device. So the device uh, could help them and scaffold them through that process could say, well, you actually thought this was nine. Let's talk a little bit about why you thought this was nine. Essentially, it could do a little bit of teaching because it's more than the textbook. The textbook had practice problems, but the device is interactive. So, But we found that a lot of devices don't have that, a lot of arts don't have that capability built in. It makes perfect sense as soon as you say it. I have to admit, it wouldn't have been something that crossed my mind either. So, it really is an opportunity there to expand and to take it to that next step. I'm wondering if if maybe, you know, people like me, the parents, could also be a bit more hands-on to fill that role so you're doing it together rather than go to your room and do that for 20 minutes while I take five for myself. Yeah, I think I think that's definitely true. And, and look, uh, but I think the interesting thing, of course, is that the parents aren't the teachers. And so you probably know as well as I do that when your kid comes to you with a long division problem and he tells you that they they asked him to do it using the bubble method, you go, what the heck is the bubble method? (laughs) I haven't had that one yet. That's it. That's it. So you you don't know uh, as well as the teacher does. And so I still think there's value in the app, teaching the kid and walking the kid through the bubble method. And as you said, even if you're sitting next to him and you can help, scaffold that learning and help read some of the instructions. It can certainly do more than just say using the bubble method do this mathematical calculation and, to, and then tell them whether it's right or wrong. Yeah, and I've had that trouble myself actually because um, trying to explain some maths but doing it at the appropriate level has been the tricky part for me. I know how to do it obviously at a higher level than someone in year two does 
thankfully. But um, but yeah, explaining that at a year two level that they can understand is for me quite a challenge. That's right, because ultimately you're not the teacher, right? And that's, that's that's actually the problem I have with homework in general is that we're sending the kids home to do work, um, and we're expecting the parents to be the teacher or for them to teach themselves. And I think the best teaching environment for the kids is with the teacher. Okay, so how many opportunities are there for further expansion, I guess, of these apps for the people who really are able to nail it with the capability that the devices have? Well, I think the problem we have is that there's a disconnect between the educators and the technologists. So often when you get an app, it's an app that was developed by a technologist who went, oh, I could, I could do this with an iPad. And he, he thinks of it and he develops the app, but he doesn't consult the educator. Or alternatively, you've got the educator who has great ideas about how to teach the kids but has no idea how to write the app. And so we need, a, we need a way to connect those two people together and to start with the pedagogy and say, what is it that we want to do? How do we want to make this learning more effective? And then how can we use the technology to help us with that? How hard is it to do this, though? I'm thinking if you're going to have explanations or extra tutorials in addition to the initial example you gave of 5 plus 5 equals 9, so let's talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about why you came to that answer. It sounds like that would be a lot more complicated from a programming point of view. I don't think it's a particularly difficult thing to program. Um, I think the key is working out what kinds of things you want to say to the kid when they get to a nine rather than a ten. Why did you get to a nine rather than a ten? How can I help you understand the type of error that you made and the reason you made this error so that I can I can make sure that you get to five plus five equals ten in the future? Dr Michael Cowling, Senior Lecturer in Educational Technology at CQ University here with you today. Um, does this apply across the board? I'm thinking I've been learning a second language myself, trying to, I wouldn't say master, I've been trying to get by with a bit of French. Uh, I've had in-person lessons, but I've also been using apps that are available widely and widely used from what I can gather. Could that be taken to another level as well and be useful for me? It could. It definitely could be. I, I'm, I'm an academic, so I stand in a classroom teaching adult learners all the time. And uh, sometimes, the course material feels like it is essentially just the textbook or the course material lifted up and stuck into a digital app, a digital app or into, onto a website. And so I think there are opportunities to, to move beyond that. One of my colleagues, actually the colleague that I wrote the article with, the conversation article, Robert Vanderberg, he says that some academics, it's like they're using a digital overhead projector for, for their teaching, where really what they need to be doing is thinking about um, this this situation, this digital situation, and how best to use it. Uh, but there are good examples. You, you mentioned language. Uh, my wife is using Duolingo to learn Spanish. Yep, that's the one. At the moment, and and I actually don't mind Duolingo. I think I think they they have a better mechanism to work out where you're up to and what you're doing successfully and not. But I think there is still room for them to um to have more feedback. So I think we're getting there, and it's probably more than just an OHP in an app, but uh but maybe not quite where we would expect to be with the digital technology. Yep, and in that particular app which I've used. Um, I've found that I keep making the same mistake over and over again, mm. and I don't know why I'm oh, making that yeah. same mistake. So that's really what you're talking about. Yes, getting that getting that feedback. That's a that's a great example. Getting that feedback. Well, what, what is the the correct connector? What is the correct pronoun to use there? And uh, rather than just telling you it's wrong, can it come back and kind of give you some more training and instruction on the right one to use? All right. Well, I've got the fingers crossed that someone's going to crack this one wide open soon.
<laughs> I need all the help I can get. <laughs> Dr. Cowling, thanks for your time this morning. Not a problem, Pat. Great to talk to you. Oh, good to talk to you too. Dr. Michael Cowling, a Senior Lecturer in Educational Technology at CQ University, here with you today with 6.30 ABC North Queensland and ABC Far North.